Hello, everybody. This is Hunter Sansom with the Traditional Archery Podcast. And today, this episode is going to be an introduction to the podcast, what this podcast is all about, and why I'm doing this. And uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of background experience on what I, what experience I have with traditional archery. So, my experience with traditional archery is kind of a lifelong journey. Uh I used to shoot traditional from the time I was about 5 to 11 years old. And so, uh, then I moved to compound just because I kind of grew out of my bow. And we were, I was, you know, that I didn't even know. I mean, I kind of knew what traditional archery was. I didn't know it by traditional archery. I knew it as a longbow or I didn't even know the term. I didn't even know the term recurve when I was 11 years old. I knew what a compound was, and I knew what a longbow was. I did. I, I guess I did know what a recurve was, but I had very limited knowledge of traditional archery. And I just called it archery. I didn't know, you know. And my first two years of shooting my... My first two years of shooting my uh, compound was on my fingers with sights. And that's really, and then I moved to a finger site, and then I was 16 years old, and I went out and bought a Samic Sage, uh, 62 inch. At right now, I've got 50 pound limbs on them. I've got a set of 25s, I've got a set of 50s, and I've got a set of 70s. And uh, my set of 70s is just that I'm kind of. I'm trying to go on an elk hunt here soon in West Virginia. They're they're reintroducing elk, and I know 55 pounds is all you need, but I've got um, just as we're speaking now. I just changed my 70 pound limbs to the bow. So, uh, that being said, uh, this podcast is simply to help the traditional archer out. Anybody, if you're shooting a compound and you want to make the switch, this is going to be the podcast to help you out. Uh, feel free to contact me. I'll leave my contact information down below in the description. Feel free to email me. And feel, feel free to comment on this post if need be. Uh, this, this podcast is really sharing information. And that's the essence of this podcast is to share information to help the traditional archer out because there's only one other traditional archery podcast really out there that's devoted entirely to traditional archery. And that's traditional bow hunting and wilderness podcast or TBW podcast at tbwpodcast.com. And Jason Samkoviak, who is the writer, who is the producer of the show, and who is the person that makes the podcast himself, kind of inspired me to do this. So, uh, it's a very, very, very narrow genre to choose from. When it comes to bow hunting podcasts, there's a lot to choose from. And, you know, when it comes to compound. There, there's definitely a lot. There's probably eight or nine different podcasts. 
devoted to traditional archery. And that, that's not traditional archery, but compound archery or modern archery, as I like to call it. And traditional archery, what is traditional archery, you might ask. There's not really an exact web definition of it. Uh, but to me, traditional archery is, to me, the scientific explanation for it would be shooting a bow. What a bow is, is a bow, when it's unstrung, it stores no energy. When you string the bow, it stores potential energy. And the further and further you draw the bow, bow back, the more potential energy it has. And you could keep that bow at full draw until the moment that arrow, until the moment you release its stored energy. It doesn't become kinetic energy until you release it. So the scientific explanation here is, well, this is just my definition really, is a style of archery in which the archer uses a bow that has no that has no wheels, barrels, pulleys, <clears throat> or cables on the bow itself. It is simply a, a kinetic energy store or a spring and a stick and a string. And the stick acts of the limbs of the bow act as springs. And you pull the bow back and you're putting tension on the limbs. And that tension it con converts to, to kinetic, not kinetic, but potential energy. And when you release the arrow, the potential energy is converted into kinetic energy. And the kinetic energy is transferred into a target. And that, that, that's the really in-depth scientific answer. But if you want the, the straight up, easy to follow it's shooting up it's shooting a it's shooting either a recurve or a longbow or a horsebow or a bow that does not have any it has no wheels pulleys cams or axles it has no cams it has no wheels it has no wheels cams pulleys axles barrels it is simply a stick and a string. The easiest way to describe you or the number one image you think of in traditional archery is Robin Hood. And he shoots his longbow. We all know, we all kind of know what a longbow looks like. That's traditional archery. But I think, I'm sorry guys, I had an interruption. So, uh,. I was explaining what traditional archery is by visualization. Uh, by visualization, it Robin Hood, uh, now Katniss Everdeen uh, from the Hunger Games series of books and movies. Uh, Skyrim. Uh, video games have a lot of traditional archery, especially uh, medieval ages, uh, Witcher 3, Dark Souls, uh, I'm not a big gamer, but I've played games and I know, you know, some games have traditional archery in them, and they're, 
most of the time they're not a very good representation. But the easiest way is picture when you picture archery or you picture a bow. You know, the first thing that really comes to mind when we're kids before we are even introduced to compound bows, but we know what a bow is, is probably a long bow or a recurve, something that Robin Hood would shoot, something that you've seen in a movie, uh, Game of Thrones, for instance, Lord of the Rings, I can't remember his name, uh, the elf, I believe he's a, the elf that uh, is in the series that shoots the bow. Uh, like I said, I'm not a very big movie watcher, but I know I know the movies. And a lot of these movies nowadays, you're seeing a push in traditional archery. Simply for aesthetics, you know, and realistic combat purposes. Uh, you know, Rambo, uh, he shoots a traditional bow. And I love Rambo. I probably watched the movies 50 times. But in First Blood, Blood Part 2, I believe he's shooting a Hoyt bow, an early 80s, an early 80s Hoyt bow compound, well, mid 80s till to uh, early 90s Hoyt. I'm not sure. I'm sure if you typed it on eBay, Rambo's bow, it would pop up. And uh, the latest installment, which is simply Rambo, uh, Rambo 4, he suits your traditional bow. He, I believe in there he's shooting a win-and-win, but don't quote me on here. It's been a while since I've seen the movie, but like I said, I love the movie. And, uh, <clears throat> but to me, there's a big push in traditional archery movies, and that's the easiest way to visualize the traditional archery, or traditional archery in and of itself. So, to better understand terminology of the bow, and I'll probably get video one of these days, uh, I'll have a YouTube channel for that, and then I'll have a archery you know, and I'll I'll keep you got I'll keep you posted on the website. The website is Squarespace, not Squarespace. Uh, TraditionalArcheryPodcast.com. I'm sure if you guys typed it in there, it's WordPress. I'll uh, put I'll put a link on my Facebook page on the Traditional Archery forums on on Facebook. I'm going to put a couple of them on there, but. <clears throat> but uh, to me, there's not a lot more I can say about visualization. But what does it feel like to shoot traditional archery? It's one of the most satisfying feelings in and of the universe. And this might be absolutely nuts and absolutely crazy, but it is one of the most satisfying feelings that you will ever ha have as a human being. And what I mean by that is, you know, a compound is very mechanical, and it seems somewhat robotic at times, and it gets, it gets slightly mundane when it comes to practicing. And, but a recurve, a longbow, horsebow, a traditional bow, it's very, very fun to shoot, and it's very, you feel connected 
and when I walk in the woods with my bow, I feel connected. Uh, and I feel as me, the ground, the earth, my bow, we're all one. And I'm just, you know, it really brings you home that this whole modern society that we've created isn't real. And two, there's just something cool about shooting a traditional recurve or shooting a, a traditional bow, a stick bow, a self bow, a bundle bow. There's something really cool about it. And, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, there's definitely something really cool about it. And it's very, very satisfying to execute a perfectly, a perfectly placed shot. There's something very, very, uh, you get a sense of fulfillment out of it. And, you know, archery is a, a sport of concentration and consistency. Concentrate, I call archery, it's the art of the three C's. Concentra concentration, consistency, and cussing. Because it takes a lot of concentration. If, if you're in the woods and you drew back on a deer... And you're thinking, oh, is my arm in place? Am I doing everything right? You're running through your checklist in your head. Or you think, man, I, this, I'm getting shaky. I'm getting tired. Oh, it's cold. If you have any distractions at all, you will not execute the shot. That's why you see in movies, not movies, but if you're, if you're an archer, you know, if you, even if you've got a compound and you're holding back six pounds, and you're shooting 60 pounds, and, well, I shot 80 when I shot my my compound, and I was holding back, like, 8 pounds because I shot an elite, uh, and it's got a 90% let off, and that's an absolutely amazing bow. Uh, nothing against elite in compounds. Elite's one of the best manufacturers of compounds, in my opinion, on the market. And... <clears throat> But uh, it's very easy to shoot that bow, and it's very easy to hold that bow back for a long period of time. Now, I could probably hold that bow back for forever. I could probably hold that bow back all day, and that, that's how light that bow feels. With this compound, with this recurve that I've got in my hand right now, when I'm at 29 and a half inches, which is my draw length, uh, and I'm at 70 pounds, I'm holding 74 pounds back, really. And it's probably about two pounds for every half an inch of draw weight. Uh, two, two pounds of draw weight for every half inch that you pull the bow back is the formula that I've read. It, you know, some bows it might be higher, other bows it might be less, but it's they say it's an average of two pounds. And <clears throat> I don't know why I'm clearing my throat so much. I apologize. Uh, but traditional archery can be very difficult at times. It, it's, uh, but concentration, you better have pinpoint concentration. You better, you know, it's not, you're not really thinking. You're it's a form of meditation with your eyes open. And you're concentrating so hard on making that shot that you're not really thinking about it. You're entering another realm of consciousness when, 
you're shooting that bow and you're in, you enter that realm and then you release the arrow and you have perfect follow through and you just see that arrow travel and you see it travel you see it hit the center and that is one of the most satisfying feelings you will ever have in life if you're if you're into archery or you're even into hunting especially hunting with a bow you know a perfectly executed bow shot is one of the most satisfying and rewarding feelings ever it's the most rewarding experience you can have when it comes to arch when it comes to hunting is a perfectly executed and precise uh, shot with a bow and the second C consistency develop a shot cycle that you know well and you can do it in your sleep you can do it with your eyes closed you know an exercise that I always had was I would you know, I would, we'd stand at a target, and our archery coach would say, stand, cut. well, my dad always, he'd take all our boys, all the boys out, I have four brothers, and he'd make us all stand five yards away from a hay bale, and, you know, there's no, if you miss, you miss, but you're going to hit the hay bale, you're, we'd stand a yard in front of the hay bale. And we'd knock our arrow so we could knock our arrow. But we would we would draw back and close our eyes. And we have to keep our eyes closed and execute the shot. And if you're not doing the same thing every time, even at a yard, one will be high, one will be low. You might get a lot of dead-ons, but... At a yard, we'd do it. We'd back up all the way to five yards and do it. But at, before and after every shot, we'd hit the we'd uh, look at the target so we could, you know, kind of get an idea and picture it in our head. And that the best archers in the world are very good at concentrating. They're very patient, and that that's just simply what makes a good archer: patience. <sighs> But, uh, but in consistency, if you're not doing the same thing every time, not having the same shot cycle, my shot cycle is I knock the bow, I start with the bow, I start with the bow down, I knock the arrow, I bring it, I bring it up until I bring it up and everything's in a straight line. Well, the first thing that I do is... I get in my stance, and then I knock the arrow. I knock, put the arrow on the string every time. Um, then when I get in my stance, I'm when I get in my stance, I'm holding the bow to my side, I'm just letting it rest on my side, and I'm knocking the arrow. So I bring the bow up with a slight straight up, and I'm, I'm bringing up to so it's straight. And then I draw the bow back using back tension. My shoulder, my my shoulder, my chest, and my back are all in alignment with good back tension. I've got a slight grip on the bow, and my bow is naturally canted. 
got both eyes open, everything's in a straight line. And my elbow is facing 90 degrees from my from the bow itself. And then my release, I anchor, when I draw the bow back, I anchor in the corner of my mouth. I release the arrow like I'm just relaxing my fingers and letting the tension slide along my face. I have my second anchor point behind my ear. And the bow just kind of jumps. It's kind of a natural, you know, just from using my tension, pulling through the shot like an Olympic shooter uses. And uh, that's, that's my shot cycle. And I have the same shot cycle every time. And that's probably, that's the thing with consistency. You do the same thing every single time. And you're, you'll do good. Cussing. <laughs> uh... You're going to do a lot of cussing. Even if you don't cuss a lot, you're, you're going to cuss. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get mad when you first start picking up traditional archery. Or even archery. You're going to get mad. You're going to get flustered. You're going to want, you're going to, want to quit. And you're going to cuss a lot. And that's why it's cu called cussing. So, but the second most important thing in traditional archery has to be your eyesight. If you don't have good eyesight, you're not going to be a good archer because, I mean, you can be a good shot. You you don't even have to have good eyesight to be good with a gun. Just as long as you can aim and you can see half decent, you'll become a good shot. No matter what. You've got, if you've got proper follow-through and everything. So that's simply traditional archery. It, re it requires you to have good eyesight simply because it helps out a lot. And you can get LASIK surgery to improve your eyes. There's, you know, wear glasses. Uh, but, you know, the most important thing by far is practice. That's the most important thing, practice and being consistent in practicing. And that's Hunter Sanson with the traditional archery. And this is part one. Of, of a three-part series called An Introduction to Traditional Archery. And this is Hunter Sanson, Hunter Sanson with the Traditional Arch, Archery Podcast. Peace out, everybody.